Looking to start a business in an industry that isn't oversaturated and will never go away? Ready to start and scale your company the way you see fit? Look no further than the DNA paternity testing business. In Paternity University, you'll learn exactly how you can start and grow your own private DNA testing agency and make two to $10,000 a month. You don't need a license or a degree. And as long as you're ethical, follow collection guidelines, and know how to speak to clients, you will be successful. There's no other course in the world like this, seriously. Plus, there's an exclusive Slack channel where you'll get to speak to other DNA agency owners and learn from them on how they're building their business. This course has 90 minutes of video content, and in it you'll learn what paternity testing is and the different types of DNA testing services you can offer. Being a collector versus owning a private DNA agency, what labs conduct DNA testing, how to market your business and use the proper keywords for Google Ads, how to price your services, how to speak to clients, how to properly and legally collect DNA samples, and how to outsource sample collections. Paternity University. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer of 10% off for your course. <laughs> nah, you ain't gotta play a different song, just uh... <laughs> <laughs> You finna have me going out like no chump. <laughs> nah, Damn, is that what it takes to find out how good a producer is? You gotta put a pair of over the ear headphones on. Right. Then you gotta compare it to something else. Let's get you gotta right. have a car test, an AirPods test, an over the ear headphones test. Let's, right. let's go. Did you read the car facts? Right nah, now. for real. Mm. Yeah. Take it down some. There we go. Maybe the, we got better production. Maybe he's not that bad after all. Episode 120-120. Rising Ground Boys in the building. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In the building. Hey. 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 I guess I'll wipe off the car. This player dust off the garment. Later, sign up the old school, knocking those in the parking lot. Show me the pros that's going. Call up the home. Is knowing my heart's a broken moment. I've been at home a lot. I gotta I gotta ride clean. I'm on a mission to get over you in my time machine. In this here, don't you turn? Ain't no rip you mirror, ever clearer than the vodka shot that wipe my tears away. Glasses, shot glasses, joint ashes. Don't need you anyway. Yes, baggage, we had it. No status. Better all our separate ways. While we drank and smoked, wiping tears from home. While we drank and smoked, wiping tears from home. While we drank and smoked. It's been a minute since I, I haven't talked over the intro.
lockers too legit. You can't lock us, hang my jersey in a locker club. Bottles always popping and who they love when you stop it. Wet glasses, shot glasses, joint ashes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, that was crit. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Welcome to episode. <laughs> Welcome. No, no, you good. Welcome to episode 120 of the Rise Ground Podcast. Your boy Roger. Young Cardi in the building, man. Oh man, back 120, bro. <clears throat> back in the building. 120. Yeah. Yeah. It That's gets, crazy. Yeah. The number. The number feels different every time. Every time, bro. Every time. I'm ready to get into the the twos. I know, bro, but it's just crazy to even be where we at. How long do we have until we get into the twos? Like a year and a half? Mm-hmm. What's 20 weeks? Like we got 70 weeks, so I'm thinking like 52. Might, so we got a year and then 18, 4, 8, 12, shit. <laughs> we got like a year and five months. I oh, failed shit. math a lot, guys. <laughs> uh, was that accurate, though? <clears throat> I don't know. I wasn't even listening, bro. Shit. My bad. All right. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I can't think right nah, now. Nah, but we want to pre- like we want to thank everybody. Uh, listenership, um, Assurance DNA. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Yes, sir. Apple. Um, how was your week? How was your weekend? How yeah. was your week? Great week, man. Great week. Um, you know, coming off the the Super Bowl, that was cool. We gonna talk about that, but right. Um, just ending off February, bro. Like I just had a a good week. It wasn't nothing. Um, that I did weekend was just cooler, you know. Yeah, it was a it was a good week for me. I didn't nothing too large. Uh great Super Bowl Sunday. Good Valentine's Day. Um you had a good Valentine's Day? Yep. All right. Um we'll leave it there. Um <laughs> <laughs> We'll leave it there. Um Yeah, good work week. I'm I'm glad to be in here pod. This is this is work for me now. Work is not even work for me anymore. This no, is, the, the pod is now <clears throat> pod is now work for me and work is now my side job. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. That's good though, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, is there anything we wanted to get into before we got into music? Nah. Anything we wanted to touch? Not this week. Oh yeah, one thing. Um, so the Steelers, bro. Remember we was talking they about took a all that shit about they took that chance on Brian Flores. Yeah, you know we had been saying like, nah, we thought he would never get another chance. Yeah. But I guess we should have just been like, maybe not head coach. Do you what? think he get another head coach? Which, anyways, if y'all don't know. Brian uh, Flores was hired by Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, to like a defensive back coach, something like that. But that's a lot. This is this is, seems kind of fitting though. That uh, I mean, yeah, because Tomlin. Come yeah, on. That, that Tomlin would would be the one to give Brian Flores the chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't him, it'd be Jerry Jones. <laughs> Hell no. I'm just playing. I'm just saying, like it's Jerry. You know, Jerry would never hire a black coach, bro. A black <laughs> it, coach, bro. I've never. We well, never had a black coach. Not that I know Le- leading any uh, leading any team, like offense, defense, special team. There's never been a black. Oh no, I'm talking about head coach. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, nah, yeah, of course. Um, are you are you saying like that Brian Flores is gonna be the next Steelers coach? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, did okay. I, did I say that? No, because he wasn't. I hired the head coach. That's why I was saying like, yeah, Jerry could have hired him to be one of those coaches. Oh. 
I was just saying, like, Jerry would never hire um, a black person to be the head coach, like, ever. Oh, yeah, no, I would never see that either. You would never see a black coach be the head coach of the Cowboys. They'll burn. <laughs> They'll burn before. Even even when Jerry passed on. You don't think you could? Uh, the Cowboys could benefit from Mike Tomlin? Yeah, the, the Cowboys could benefit from a lot. Okay. But I'm saying the way the Cowboys. Cowboys could benefit from <laughs> Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Our last uh, quarterback before Dak that was black was like Quincy Carter. Damn, I did. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Quincy Carter was doing his thing smoking weed too. Of course. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. But was there any? Was there anything else we wanted to get into? Nah, that was really it, man. All right. Who Who are we with first? Because there weren't too many albums. Uh, Let's start with Crit, just because that, that's what I intro. Yeah, man. we intro with Big Crit. Uh, yeah. Car, did you hear the entire Crit album? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I heard a few tracks. Few tracks. Okay, so yeah, Big Crit. Let me get his album up. Yeah, just for y'all. Big Crit dropped his album. It's called Digital Roses. Roses don't die. Yeah, this so, is this is really nice artwork. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Colors, colors are <clears throat> co- coordinated. So look, Mad man, coordinated. It's a seventeen song album. Braids tight. Is that a? Is it? Never mind. Braids no. tight. It was. You said it was a seventeen. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the braids now. Yeah, like that shit icy. But yeah, seventeen songs, bro. So this is a cool little listen, man. Thirty eight minutes. But anyway, so listening to it off muscle. If you a real 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 like crit fan like you were saying early in pre-production like if you really came up on crit our first listen you probably may not like this so like it was a different sound from what i expected for crit like it still sound good i really enjoyed this album i'm not even gonna lie but i think if you a real like big crit fan he wasn't really like on his country shit like his country rapping this is more like a musical blues album but he's still like freaking it is just it's just not like a lot of like hardcore rap in my opinion. Forever is a long mighty time. That wasn't super country, I wouldn't say. It was more um straight conscious. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard this entire album. So was is this one more straight conscious? Yeah. This more just like feel good, make you feel good music. Okay. It sounds so good, man. So the intro, that's the type of vibe you get in the whole album. Like his You're not getting six minute song big crit on this album. No, nah, but you're getting a lot of like uh, two to three minutes with a lot of instruments on the beats. Okay. A lot of humming and singing. Like it's, but it's cold, bro. Like this shit go hard as hell. Not big crit. If you had to compare this to like a, a an album, so people could get a feel on what what they might be listening to, what album would you possibly compare it to that could be a little more popular? Because I know a lot of people, um, unless you're big on hip hop, don't yeah. listen to big crit or know his style. So if I'm just comparing this to something that's dropped recently, I'm gonna <clears> say <throat> Baby King shit. The way like okay, how it's just it's it's rapping and singing, rapping and singing. Like he's not trying super hard to go crazy with his his uh with his bars like how he normally would. He just it's a musical. Okay, it's a movie, bro. Like for real, this is not Black Thoughtish. Okay, I don't know what that means. Like Black Thought, the rapper. Like uh, I don't know who that is. We're gonna cut that out. We're gonna cut that out, guys. We're gonna cut it out. He he knows who Black Thought is. He just he's just he's just forgetting right now. He's just forgetting right now, guys. Um, <clears throat> but now let's let's go on. I I haven't listened to it. I'm gonna listen to it. Um, let's go to Yee. Is that what we say his name? I don't know. You the one that's want to talk about him? No, I just put it on there because we we talked about the album coming out. I think it was you sent it to to us. 
Man, you the one that brought him up first, remember? Don't don't blame it on me. <laughs> nah, you brought bro up first. Nah, he I just like bro been ringing in the streets. Remember? Yeah, his name his name's been yeah. You been seeing his name a lot? No? A little bit. Okay. I have. <laughs> All right. So don't <laughs> he, he don't put songs, this on me. He got songs with Gunner, Thug. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. So I didn't know it was just me that was saying he was he was burning up. <laughs> like gonorrhea. But I haven't listened to him though. Uh, I've heard a couple of tracks. I haven't heard this album. That's why yeah. once the album was sent to me by you, I was like, okay. I sent one song. That's what I'm telling you. I thought you sent his album. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> now that we're here, <laughs> he dropped an album. Uh, what's it called? Too Alive? Too Alive, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know this nigga. <laughs> Nah, man. Uh, <laughs> I guess now I gotta listen to it. And right. next week, I'm gonna let you know what this guy's about. Um, I've heard a couple of tracks. It was sent to me by a couple <laughs> of people. Um, I sent the one with Gunner. Yeah, and um, I've seen a lot of his his, uh, his name, his features mm-hmm. uh, going around social media. Yeah. So even with me, like I would always see his names on uh, Apple Music charts. That's so why are you doing this right now? No, 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 <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. I told you that earlier. You said had I been seeing his name, I said yeah. Pod. This nigga brand new. <laughs> this I'm man is acting, acting brand different. You're acting brand new. <laughs> yeah, my bad, bro. But nah, so I would see his name on the charts, but I haven't listened to him. Like oh, you've that. seen his name on the charts? Apple Music charts. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, when you go to the, the new songs that drop, like I've seen his name before. And then when you said something recently, I was like, yeah, I've seen him. I've seen that name. Okay. But, but I had never heard him before into this. So you're gaslighting me. Is <laughs> <laughs> what, what you're doing. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> can we move on? Yeah, man. Who dropped after this? We got Currency uh, and Alchemist. Yo, yo, yo. What was the name of the tape? The Continuance. All right. Um, you also heard this one that I. Yeah, tell them what you was doing this weekend. Like, okay. No, the thing is, <laughs> this album was sent to me, and. I guess I just didn't see it or didn't hear about it coming out. I listened to every other drop. I even got into some of Crits. I just didn't finish it uh, before we ended up sitting down to pot mm-hmm. um, because it's not Monday. Uh, or, all right, <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's Monday. It's it's Monday morning, six a.m. <laughs> um, how long are we going? Like fifteen minutes. It's six. 6.50 No But uh I haven't had a whole lot of time To listen to Every single thing And I actually forgot This one was coming out So I, I made time To listen to everything Up mm-hmm. until the crit And then uh Kari sat down And played this And outside of one track That mm-hmm. was sent to me separately mm-hmm. I had completely forgotten This album came out So yeah. So um yeah, you right. Just to go off what you, but I saying. love Spitter and Alchemist, and I'm definitely listening to this. Yeah, so we was playing, uh, playing in pre-production, of course. But yeah, so I had sent the one song earlier um, in the week or Friday. I think it was Friday morning. Right. I sent that one. It's called No Yeast, featuring Bodie James. Crazy track. Yeah, that whole crazy. Insane. That whole crazy, crazy, good ass song. But um, bro, the whole tape. So like I was telling you. If y'all don't really know the producer, Alchemist, bro, if y'all don't know, like, his style of beats, like, this is, like, the perfect one to listen to. And, and then what was the one you mentioned, um, Freddie? Um, yeah, he did Alfredo. Yeah, Alfredo. Um, the, the real, real piano, hip-hop, mm-hmm. mafia, New York-type mm-hmm. beats 
Flatbush, New York type mm-hmm. shit. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, he, Queens shit. He did like he works with, um, of course, Currency. He's got tapes with. He just dropped a tape with Earl Sweatshirt. Yep. Um, Freddie Gibbs. Yep. A lot of niggas, but the Bronson. tape. Bronson, yo, the tape though, bro, crazy. Like, I just I'm a big Spitter fan, so I know the way Spitter rap. He just be vibing on the beat, and right. then you give him a whole set. It's 13 songs, and every beat, like, there's not a beat that misses. So you just give Currency the the best type of beats he could just ride on. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, he just coasting on the whole tape. There's a lot of artists from. I guess not their peak, like they're not in their peak right now that have peaked before that are really starting to resurge and rap and we're starting to see their bar spitting abilities all over again. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those. Mm-hmm. Like all these Taylor Gang niggas, really, to be completely honest, Taylor yeah. Gang is, they back up. Spitter, Wiz, Juicy J, even even outside of us not really caring for the last tape, Juicy J bar spitting and yeah. production is still up. Yeah. Just like Wiz is in. Uh, currencies. Mm-hmm. Just, just that that era though, because currency not wasn't signed into the game. But I know you was talking about like that time. Right, he was, was he was cash money together. Correct. Yeah. He was for a minute, yeah. Okay. He's just, he by himself now. He been independent. Well, yeah, era. I know he's I know he's by himself now. Yeah. But yeah, he was with cash money. If y'all don't know, grown man, you know what I'm saying. That's why I first heard Spitter. That's yeah. That's the first time I heard Spitter too. Yeah. I've been playing that track all week. For Keep real. it hundred. Yeah, I've been playing Carter two all week. Yeah, bro. Um, that was my favorite shit back then. So that's. I always remember Spitter, so that just lets you know like how long he been in the game is with the point that you was making. Right. So now like he had he was killing it back then, and then like you said, just the newer time now he didn't like found a new sound, bro. Like his sound, like he don't he don't change. He's like Larry. Like just another example of somebody when they find out they right. sound, bro, they just keep giving it to you, giving it to you, giving it to you because it's not missing. And somebody that didn't go super mainstream. So yeah. you weren't forced to change your sound mm-hmm. to where your fans were like, damn, we want that old currency back. Mm-hmm. You always get that old currency with currency. Yep. It never changes. He might evolve with the sound, but it's it's still good currency. Mm-hmm. Um So this is something like you're gonna be you're gonna enjoy. Okay. But when you go back to it is basically what I'm trying to say. Like What was the name of his last finish. tape? I think it was outside with a with a car. It was some fire ass uh artwork. Mm, bro. He be dropping all the time, so I don't even know. Can't even remember. Um, <clears throat> but we'll move. Was that the last album that came out? Fuck yeah. yeah! It was a quiet week. If if y'all didn't realize, it was a it was a real quiet week. Where else are we uh, at with it? Songs. Jack Harlow. Yeah. Neil Tech. He announced, I guess, and you sent that to me that not only is he is he back with his track, it, it's obvious that Jack Harlow's uh he's got another album on the way. Yeah. Um. Which I'm not mad at. His his last album was actually really good. Mm-hmm. We didn't think it was gonna be that good, but he surprised us, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of tracks on there that I like. Yeah. Um The one with uh Bryson Taylor, Love is Joe, they remade a static major song. The whole slide. There's there's a couple of songs on there that I, I gotta go back to be able to remember the songs and I'm gonna go back in a second. But um the song that he dropped over the weekend was called Nail Tech. Nail Tech. How do you how do you feel about it? Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. It's it's cool. It's an okay song. Like I'm not a huge Jack Harlow fan like that where I'm like, I gotta hear his shit all the time, but it's a it's a cool song. This is one of those Jack Harlow, I'm gonna push the album with this. This is yeah. gonna be one of those uh 
upbeat club banger maybe right. type songs um do a real colorful video i think he he already dropped I the video he, yeah i think so yeah if i remember yeah i'm looking at it right now mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. they know what they be doing bro who he signed with uh of course, Atlantic, of, course. I was about to say, of course fucking of course bro <laughs> like <laughs> atlantic's take care of i mean of, of course we saying what we said about the nba young boy situation but as it pertains to like having the biggest artist in the game atlantic's taking care of fucking business right now that's crazy like i'm looking at his shit what's popping of course i'm just saying like the type of shit that's been pushed tyler harrow tyler harrow that's what i was just gonna say bro the fucking push i see the suvs this thing got the baby smoking before megan tory and lil wayne on the same track and he did that shit with lil Nas x Mm, okay damn niggas be eating bro yeah the Static Major, Bryson Tiller. That's the um, one. Love is Joe. That, that bitch is crazy. The Twenty One C Delta song. That's the one that I was. Yeah, man. He got crazy. a track on his first album with ESTG before ESTG started to smoke. Okay. Okay, I see the. I see they. I see they fuck with him. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Okay, and see, this is the type of shit. And I know I'm making an entirely different point, but we don't have a whole lot of news, so let's go ahead and fucking get into it. Mm-hmm. This is the type of shit that happens. When Atlantic Records takes care of you, mm-hmm. like it's not just I'm, I'm cool with Buddy, I know Buddy, um, <clears throat> and I'm gonna do a track with him. The labels line a lot, like a lot of these tracks up with their labels or with this person, and they have them come in and they pay for the verse, and it's for your album. NBA YoungBoy could have had this. Why does not like? Why does NBA YoungBoy not have this? I don't know, man. Cause yeah, he could have had this and more. He's way bigger than Jack Harlow. Say, he could have had this and, and way. Jack more. Harlow. If we think about the music game and the rap game and the streets and how much records can sell, mm. NBA Young Boy, Jack Harlow's like an anti NBA Young Boy. Yeah, he's not touching what YB doing definitely at at all. He, he breaking records that J Cole don't even have. Look, we look what we just said. There's a little baby verse, a Big Sean verse, a Chris Brown verse, Adam Levine, ESTG, Static Major, Bryson Tiller, the Baby, Tory Lanes, and Lil Wayne on a debut album. Mm-hmm. On a debut album. Mm-hmm. From a nigga that probably doesn't put up half of what NBA Youngboy puts up. I want y'all to see what's going on there. <laughs> Nobody's seeing this. And we can go. We can go on so many other artists. Cardi, Cardi, like Cardi always talk about Cardi B. Cardi B. She's the biggest music. Like she hasn't dropped in what almost three years. Mm-hmm. It's twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, three, four. three. Well, four. Yeah, you're yeah, right. About to be four. Biggest music, like still the biggest female rapper in the game right now. That's crazy as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the song. Are you, did you say you heard it? Yeah, yeah I heard the song. Okay, um, cool, cool. We it's good. a it's a cool song. Yeah. Um, it's it's not bad. Av- not not average, but I mean, it'll get your album done if you're Jack Harlow. Exactly. And there you can tell with this, there's more Jack Harlow songs. Exactly. To come. This is a song I heard and like, all right, I didn't go back to it. I didn't save it. Yeah, I'm but like, no. But I like Jack Harlow, and I'm sure I'm sure the tape is gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm talented. Um, I'm talented. I don't like when niggas hate on Jack Harlow. I, I like to say that though, because niggas be throwing hate on Jack Harlow. He's not bad. Um. DDG, mm-hmm. he dropped a track with Gunna called Elon Musk. I like this nigga. <laughs> yeah, tell me what you said in pre-production. We was talking. Um, go into it. DDG found a real, real sneaky way into 
getting straight into the rap game. And it's like a sweet spot. And he he's he's worked it. Like this YouTube, being a YouTube rapper, like being a YouTube star, for a lot of people, it puts a certain type of corny on your name. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to enter a rap game, this mad street. Um, this was super easy for DDG to do. He had a, a huge fan base. And like it was like as soon as he started rapping, everybody saw he had the content, had the rap. Yeah. Um, he, he made his way into his rap game super easy. And, and he raps super well. And... Now, of course, he's dating Chloe. Not Chloe, I'm sorry. He's dating uh, Hallie, whose sister is Chloe, who's dating Gunna. So it's not hard to believe that Gunna and DDG have been clicked up recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to mention that, so I'm glad you brought that up, too. Yeah. But um, but the song, yeah, bro, the song is really good. But like you said, even though bro came from YouTube, he's super talented. Yeah, obviously, can't deny know, it. the Moonwalking Calabasas song, obviously. But this song sounds very good. Like, I know he, you had said that video of him, uh, like teasing or whatever on the gram, yeah, before the song actually dropped. But listening to it, man, I'm like, oh, this shit is a really good song. Like, this whole go, yeah, like, you can't even deny it, even if you didn't like bro or for whatever reason because he came from the YouTube side, you know, because you can compare this to the um, and I'm not trying to like compare this, but. When a nigga be talented, like um, fucking Jake Paul and them, you know how they get hate. Oh, even yeah, though they yeah. talented and they feel they get hate because the way that they came up. You're a YouTube so, nigga. You can't fight. Right. So niggas could put mm-hmm. that same tag on him. Like you from YouTube, nigga. You can't rap, whatever. But this nigga go hard, bro. Yeah. He got another song on the first tape. It's called Let You In. And he's marketable. He's Damn. marketable. Like his first tape, The Valedictorian, 2019. Okay, that's a good one. He got a he got a song called Brock. Is Broccoli on that track? I mean, on that on that tape. Broccoli, uh, or something about broccoli. Uh, I'm not. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember what it's he called. He dropped last year though. Um, <clears throat> he's he's good. I fuck with bro. Yep. Uh, Gunna did what he had to do on this track too. Of course, Gunna's in his bag right now. In his bag, coming off the album. In his bag. Um. No, 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 no. Here comes the love. There's no hate in this. And this was this conversation is based off of Gunna being so high up right now. Yeah. And I'm not gonna make every. Like, I'm not gonna make us go through every rapper. If we had to do like a power ranking, like they had before, for like at the time, mm-hmm. who's the hottest rapper at the time? What number, like one through ten, do you think like Gunna would sit at? I think Gunna might be the hottest rapper in the game right now. Hmm. I don't, don't want to say hottest, because the hottest artist in the game is Kanye. Okay. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but you talking about just Organically. Like, okay, you just talking about, like, streets. Like, I know what you mean. I think Gunna is in there. Top three, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Baby is not better or, like, hotter when he decides to start dropping music. Of course, yeah. that's Baby's title. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, like, if we would say, like, at this moment of power ranking, like, Yes, Kanye is number one. If if Kanye is number one, yeah, I would sit Gunna at number two. Maybe I'm trying to think of somebody else, but I don't even think nobody else. Smirk about to drop. No, nah, when, when when Dirk dropped, he got some shit on that album. He ain't dropped nothing from it. And he drops what? On Friday? Yep. <laughs> Why have we not talked about this at all? 
We haven't talked about Dirk dropping at all. Yeah, and we about to. Okay. Don't worry about it. Now, the last thing that I just wanted to say about um, Gunna, the music video, did you see him and uh, Chloe? They dropped for their song. Was it uh, when we were looking at the the pictures and the videos of them in the mirror at the yeah, store? Yeah, he got that big-ass P on his back. Oh, yeah. I saw that. That shit is ugly, The P that popped out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That shit ugly. <laughs> it was, but you know. I didn't see the music video though. I was just seeing if you had seen it. Um I No, it. I didn't see it. I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of them in the media lately though. So yeah. You know. Wish them the best. <laughs> you and me, that's the name of the song. I couldn't think of that hell. But yeah, we can move on. Were there other tracks? Nigo and, and Kid Cuddy. Is that how we say his name? I don't I know who Nigo is. is. Um Nigo. Nigo. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but we you heard the track? Yeah, yeah. Produced by Pharrell. Skateboard P. <clears throat> I'll i it's not my track. It's not me neither. Yeah. Yeah. You said it was produced by Pharrell, so then I had to be respectful. <laughs> I mean, even I don't care. Nah, like just not my type of track. Yeah, me neither. Cuddy ain't been my type of artist really. Yeah, it's actually kinda crazy. He said he was the best part of Kanye's career for the last year. I don't know. Um, and, but it's crazy because don't get me wrong, I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan from back in the day. But like some shit he be dropping now, he just on a whole different vibe now. Well, it's but because like, but he's happy though, so I'm not mad. Like I feel like Cudi is like living his life for like the first time in a long time. Yeah, that's really good, and I've seen that too. Yeah, bro. Um, Kid Cudi's music. Some artists are always gonna be great, but some artists style of music was for a time period and mm-hmm. a time period only. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always times where somebody can hop on it, like Kid Cudi can hop on a track and it can sound good or he can make some tracks of his own that sound great, but Kid Cudi's style was that weird, not weird, I don't want to call it weird, the skateboardish 09 through 2013, that was for Kid Cudi, the music sound has moved on. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. Like you said, we're not taking away from him as artists. We know how talented Cudi is. And like you said, when he get on the feature, he kill it. Just example from Donda. Yeah, and, and we songs have, he was on. Killing we have shit. Don Tolliver now, so. <laughs> do we really need Kid Cudi anymore with Don Tolliver? Yeah. We do? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I always need Kid Cudi. I always need Kid Cudi, for real. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you don't why you don't agree? Um Kid Cudi like brought what is, a whole new sound to the game. What has Kid Cudi contributed to the rap game in the last five years? You don't think uh he still got a sound that he broke through? From Man on the Moon, from the original Man on the Moon? Like Cudi like broke through a lane. On the same type of like lane that Kanye was on not so I hate that I say that because he said <laughs> for the shit that he said but at the beginning bro him and Kanye was working together like Cuddy like created a lane on some like Kanye shit real talk and what lane is that like that 808's lane like that time oh you saying he created it I don't say he created but he's a part of it he's for sure a part of it yes he is for sure yeah. a part of it I'm not um, saying he created but like I'm just trying to give man, him his respect. Like, yes, he was he was a monumental part of an entire era, and yeah. uh, yes, I'll I'll recant what I said and and second your notion 
um, just because he was that in music and he influenced a lot in fashion as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you got to give it to him. And I think he's understood his lane within the last two or three years. And you're starting to see Kid Cudi breaking the acting. He's getting a lot of acting. He's in, he's in a couple of movies coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just seen him in one recently that's on um, Netflix. It's called Don't Look Up. It's, yeah. It's like a satire-ass movie. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, uh, that shit funny. It's, it's really pandemic symbolic. Right. Yeah. That shit funny as hell. Um, was, it's, it's really like the what we went through, like even from the president. Like absolutely. Everything. That was supposed to be Trump. And when um, I say it's like satire is the word that I think. Parody? Parody, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. How am I forgetting such a, a great actress's name? Um, what was her name? Which which person? President. Damn, the way like the, She's like remember. one of the greatest actresses of all time. Right, because what's called a Jonah Hill um, lover. Devil Wears Prada. Um, help me out, female listenership. <laughs> I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. Hold on. Because I know exactly who you're talking about. That is crazy. She has like every Oscar in the last 14 years. Right, or Street, No, she's bro. won. She, Meryl Streep, yeah. Meryl she's Street, won like yeah. a, a Oscar in like every decade for the last like four. Some shit like that. But look who also in this movie. Leo DiCaprio. Jennifer Lawrence. Jonah. Jonah Hill, you know what I'm saying? It's really a nice little movie. Tyler Perry in that hell. Tyler Perry got on my fucking nerves in that movie. Like Tyler Perry but really, they, but they played a role. Like. No, yeah, I get. Yeah, <laughs> you, they were playing a certain role, right? But that's why they hell funny. Damn, Tyler Perry got on my nerves in that movie. Yeah, bro. But great role, and it's good seeing Tyler Perry play roles that like he didn't Outside create. Of fucking Medea. Yeah, like, like fuck, where you have to be something else. Right. No disrespect to Medea, because you know. Yeah, but like, damn. I mean, be Brad. <laughs> Shit. Um, <clears throat> like being Medea morning, like being his damn self. What are you saying? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you calling him a drag? That what you said? No. A lot of. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I was about to say a lot of his uh, recent fault. movies have been a drag. <laughs> My fault, you saw Medea supposed to be coming to Netflix. Uh uh-uh. uh For real. Mm-hmm. The plays. The movies. I'm like they're supposed to put okay. some new shit on it. I thought you were talking about the plays. Nah, I was just like, what? Man, I mean, I don't that's, care. That's the funniest shit though. That shit funny in the, the plays. plays? What they're funnier than the movies? I've never seen any Medea play. What, bro? If a Medea, like, listen. What the listen, fuck? Listen to it like this. You ain't never seen Medea play. Nigga, I don't like plays. <laughs> like, fuck, is this a school assembly? <laughs> no. If you don't show me a motion picture, right. nigga, yeah, I had to go to the uh, what's the room used to be called. The foyer, well, not the foyer, <laughs> the auditorium, auditorium. stupid ass little boy. <laughs> um, oh, shit, bro. No, but like, if somebody invites me out to like a super good play, like, I'll go to it. Or, like, bro, you ain't never seen a Madea play, no. Um, oh my God. but I got, I got family like this that are in or um, family friends that are that are. In those plays, so like not disrespecting, I've just never seen. So you never, like Medea goes to jail. I've seen the movies, right? But you ain't seen the play. No, I watched it when Derek Luke did it though, <laughs> and when Rudy did it. That's crazy, bro. You different. And does that take? Is that one of those black card things? You have to have seen a Medea play. Nah, I just thought you would have. Nah, when when the uh, the font on it is a little too extra, I know mm-hmm. it's a play, and I don't click on those. The cartoons, I don't do that either. <laughs> Not watching Medea's Boo Halloween. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Medea. 
Um, <laughs> fuck out of here, Ty. Right. <laughs> Ty Perry. Mm. <laughs> um. Uh, one more person before we move on. Lil Dirt. Okay, yeah. Let's yeah. let's get the Lil Dirt. We can close it out on the music. Seven two two zero. Um. <clears throat> Lil Dirt's been all over the place. You saw him pull up uh, with a million dollars worth of game and put a million dollars on the table. Mm-hmm. Um. I seen YG do it too. You seen YG? No, he put a million dollars on the table. Yeah, he counted it out. Okay. Um, lit. Yeah, bro. So, um, of course, we excited for Dirk. I just wanted to touch on him because you said we hadn't talked about his, his upcoming album. So, Dirk said he dropping on the same day as Kanye. Does he have any singles out? No, nah, I don't think so. That's what I was just looking. You, but you said that you said that Dirk ain't dropping no new music. So when he when he drop, he gonna be one of the hardest niggas in the game. Are we um? We is are the streets waiting on Dirk to drop? I would hope so. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just wondering because I, I don't I don't know how how everybody's taking the Dirk right now. I mean I know he's one of the hottest out, but like yeah, I know what you mean. There's a a feeling of anticipation that I'm always excited to hear Dirk. I can't wait for the album, but I don't. Does every is this one of these like all around? Everybody's anticipating this album right now. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would definitely think so. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, me neither. Um, I don't have too too much on it. I just didn't know if this was highly anticipated. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. Um, uh, I'm I'm ready to hear it though. Over the last week, we had the Super Bowl. We talked about that, uh, but we didn't go far into detail. Mm-hmm. Um, it hadn't technically, I guess, been the Super Bowl yet. We didn't get into the uh, events. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> The Super Bowl show, halftime show, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, guest appearance, 50 Cent, which we'll get into. Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. What, what were your first thoughts? Bro, so, of course, you come out with Dre. So, right. first off, let's just say we was completely wrong on, on our lineup. Um Oh, the music songs? Oh, absolutely wrong. Absolutely wrong. Who we thought was going to close and all this other shit. But anyways, um, so you come out with Dr. Dre and Snoop. And mm-hmm. it's just like, bro, they are fucking having a party out there. A whole party. A whole party, bro. This shit was live as hell. Crip walking on national Crip television. Crip walking, bro. He got on his own custom-made-ass Rams. Oh, yeah. Crip he, Ram yeah. jersey. You yeah, feel he, me? He's, He's repping the set on, on live television. But, man, it was just, that shit was just so live to see. And then, so next, 50 Cent. When 50 Cent came out, bro, I was just like, oh, shit, this shit is crazy. Yeah, and I know y'all were probably all together. Yeah. Um, I wasn't there. Um, I, I messaged y'all mm-hmm. earlier, like a week before that, and I was like, it's kind of hard to believe that. Did I say this on the pod? You said it on the pod. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm glad I said it on the pod. I might bring <laughs> this back. Yeah. I said it's kind of hard to believe that. Dre, like Dr. Dre's lineage is gonna be all the way, like all the way down to Kendrick Lamar is gonna mm-hmm. be on this show, and Fifty Cent's nowhere in sight. If Fifty Cent didn't do this, he had to have graciously declined this. Right. And like, um, I think I don't remember who it was. I even said this in the group. Somebody was like, "Nah, they probably ain't asking." Him. But um, when I saw him, I was like, "Oh yeah, they they had they had to." Right. Like, how do you not have Fifty Cent in this? He's hanging upside down. Um. Just like the yeah, in the club, in the club. video style. Yep. That I, shit was just live as hell, bro. To see that, but yeah, I saw the jokes. I didn't give a fuck about the jokes. That shit was lit. What jokes? 
they tried to say like uh because he's not the same like size he oh. used to be I, I don't give a fuck about that that yeah. shit was lit that shit was Whatever. lit um but then yeah then mary did her thing bro Man, yeah and she looked so good up there mary looked so good though hey like, hey dog hey dog i was like damn I mary mean, j blige bro mary j look good as hell like for real like you can't she, even deny it she ain't got no kids for real she ain't got no kids she married she got a man i don't know she she divorced uh if you didn't see that stuff in the news like i think she still gotta pay her her ex-husband like alimony type shit mm-hmm. even though like he drained a lot of our money while she was like while they were married which is why she divorced him okay but um Probably more than that, but yeah, no, no. But yeah, she look good up there. Forty three with no kid. No, I don't know how she is. She fine. You don't watch Power either. I get to like I be seeing her every every Sunday. Well, not anymore because it's the season over. But like, you be looking forward to it, my nigga. <laughs> Mary J. Blige is like that. No, of course she showed that. And then uh, Kendrick, man, Kendrick went crazy. Eminem went crazy. Like no, 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 no. What's up? Think Kendrick went crazy. I mean, his his show was good, but the song what do you, what song did he do? I uh, think Kendrick had the most. All right. I think Kendrick had the least in the the <clears throat> the least entertaining performance out of all. Yeah, I would probably agree with you, but I don't think it was bad. I like what he came out with. No, I I I, I, uh, I like what he came out and what he stood for. He the only one really that kind of. Everybody else just like message was cool, but Kendrick shit was cool as fuck. I think I think the other niggas got more respect. Like Fifty Cent, okay, he did his in the club shit. Um, all them niggas did just like they songs. Dre and Snoop had the six fours out ass. Right, but that's not related to a song. That's just they style. You know what I'm saying? From what they perform. So Kendrick came out and did some clean ass shit. You trying to like act like Kendrick shit wasn't fire? That shit wasn't clean to you. Is it some shit that you didn't expect Kendrick to do? I don't know what to expect from Kendrick Lamar. I expected Kendrick Lamar to do exactly that. He did this like at the BET Awards or some shit like that. So what you want him to do? A new song, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> all right, I don't want to hear all right. I say, nigga. I'm not all right. Damn. Because you won't drop. <laughs> not damn. I don't want to hear damn. No. Damn, nigga, drop. I'm still going to disagree, though. I think his shit was fire. I think it was good. He needs to drop. You think his shit was better than Eminem? No. No. Y'all just don't listen to Eminem. Like, no, I do. Listen you think to his Eminem. shit was better than Eminem's? I'm saying from like Eminem, from a black man standpoint, what yes. Did, what did Eminem do? He came out and just rapped one of his greatest hits, but his, he didn't do nothing on his show. He had, he was standing up next. Did to Eminem only do one song? I don't remember his songs, but what I'm saying is like Kendrick actually had like a little mini show with like a message behind it. You know what I'm saying? What we gonna be all right? I don't know what you want to call it. I'm just saying, like he actually put on a show. He didn't just come out and just rap. Like niggas are just sitting there rapping, bobbing back and forth. Like he actually had a like a, a show within a show. Did he not? No, I get it. He put on he put on a show. Is what you're and saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like he how can was you say entertaining. It was, how can you say it was bad? I didn't say it was bad. It's not. I said say, it was the least the entertaining <laughs> out of all of them. I didn't say it was worst. I said it was the. I'm saying what. The, Makes Eminem shit entertaining to you. That's what I'm asking. Better songs. Like he came and played. So that's what I'm saying. Wait, but like, <clears throat> you like the song better. Everybody else's songs are nostalgic, right? To the point where they can play the 
I'm sorry, they can play the couple of songs. And not have to do nothing. They can just play their songs. Yeah. His nostalgia songs just came out a couple of years ago. Okay. Those are like, we heard it too many times on the radio song. <laughs> Don't play fucking All Right. <laughs> no, I agree. This song, Don't play All Right. This song choice was definitely not my favorite. Don't play All Right. Right. I wanted some gangster shit. But I still think what he did was cool. And then everybody up there was dressed like a gangster up there vibing together. This nigga up there dressed like Michael Jackson. <laughs> like, like some Black Panther shit. No, I, I like the message, though. It was a great message. That's what I mean. So, But Eminem, since we talking about him, yeah, he rapped one of his best songs. And my songs. nigga kneeled. And he, he, kneeled. Is a, he is a black slave. <laughs> <laughs> he is a white slave. Who, who we trading him for? Who can they have? Hold on. You got to give me a second to think about this. <laughs> What's what's that nigga name? Daniel Caesar. They can have Daniel Caesar. Oh, fuck. Do we got to give Daniel Caesar up? Can we- he been gone. <laughs> Remember he said cancel me. <laughs> you right. Cancel me. You right. You right. They said. They said. <laughs> okay. They said your witch is my command. He was like bridge the gap. We got to bridge the gap. <laughs> Just stupid ass up, Daniel Caesar. Stupid. <laughs> no, go over the gap. Right. Um. But yeah, who? Who we trade Eminem for? Who's made a fool of himself lately? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Let me let's go on, but like <laughs> when I think about it, trust me, I'm coming right back to it. All right, man, just tie it up, uh, Subo recap. So, like I had said before, that was I said, amazing. I said this was gonna be the greatest halftime show, and I I'm standing by that. Not to take, I'm saying because there's a lot of individual performances who you like, bro. These niggas put on the greatest shit ever. But I think this is like up there as one of the greatest halftime performances. This is the greatest, and it's gonna sit as the greatest because this is never gonna happen again. Exactly. This is. I want y'all to know exactly. that Roger got his rocks off with Jay Z for this. This is never happening again. Oh, the white people hated it. Oh my <laughs> fucking gosh! Have Bro, you seen you see Facebook? This? Bro, did you see it was some shit on Twitter? There like, was teachers getting like in yes, trouble. Bro. That's what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Bro, white people hated this shit. Oh my gosh. Um, they hated it, bro. I told you even before, like when we were partying, I was like, "There's some heavy metal right, podcast that's <laughs> They're on the complete polar the opposite. opposite. Yeah, <laughs> man, they hate this, bro. They was throwing up, fam. And then did you see the article? I think it was the New York Post. They posted Snoop because he had hit the the joint right before he went on stage. He got caught on camera doing it. So and, and they was like. It's in California. That's what that's what we said. We like, nigga, who give a fuck? It is in California. They tried to make a big deal about it. They were just looking for any reason. You know what I'm saying? Like he's smoking news, weed. News flash. The NFL players are allowed to smoke weed now. Right. Did you not know that? Yeah, it's it was, legal. It was some hating ass shit, bro. <laughs> but it's just like, damn. They just show you like, God damn, that shit great. Um we up there cheering for Eminem. Why y'all can't cheer for Eminem was specifically told not, not to, to kneel. kneel. Yep. And then, uh, he um, kneeled. Dre was some line in one of his songs say something like degrading the police. They they asked him not to say it, but he still performed it. My thing is like, like fuck y'all. Yeah, once the check clear, what 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 you think we was gonna do? Yeah, you know, abide. You know they getting paid up front. This too. nigga made fuck the police, <laughs> and you asked this nigga not to do this. Of course he's doing it. Eight hundred mil up. He did it when he was broke. <laughs> <laughs> right, nigga. What? Yeah. Do y'all know who y'all dealing with? <laughs> like for real though. Like, yeah, even before like think about who you're asking to not to not say something that that harms the police. You think they knew they was gonna do it? This nigga babe fuck the po- yes. 
Absolutely. They Bro, knew it. You got to think of somebody to give because after that, like, Eminem was on our side. White people was not fucking For with Eminem. For sure. <laughs> we got to um, train somebody, bro. Reggie Miller? Not Reggie. My fault, my fault, my not fault. Reginald. Um, nah, bro, we need Reginald. Mm-mm. Pat Mahomes? Nah, he damn near already over there. Damn it. Um, fuck. <clears throat> nah, I'm just, we can come back to it, bro. We can come back to it. I'm just fucking with you. No, no, no. We're going to get this off. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> we can come back to it. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Snoop Dogg, since we can roll right out the damn, we did not have a lot of news. We are potters. I want you to know this. Um, y'all don't see the list of news every week, but um, this this list of news, we're we're really potting. <laughs> we are we are a list potters. Yeah. We're not yet, but like content wise, we are a list potters. All right, um, that's what we do. Yeah, for sure. Um, so speaking of Snoop Dogg, we talked last pod about how he purchased. Uh, Death Row Records He's now the owner But we were sitting there And we were like So what does he do with this We had the conversation Does he sign artists What does he do Um, Snoop Dogg has decided that He is Going to make Death Row Records An NFT lab Um, And when I saw that come through I was pretty confused I didn't I didn't know What that meant Up until very recently Mm -hmm. Um, And We read and we found out Snoop Dogg is going to uh, decide to become the first record label to produce and distribute music directly through the metaverse in the metaverse only. So um, the music that will be released will be released um, via NFTs um, and in the metaverse. That's where you'll be able to hear the music. Same way you purchased. uh, You remember when we talked about sometime last year, um, Tori dropped some songs via NFTs. Um, we've heard about some artists doing it. They're going to be NFT solely. Uh, it's going to be the first record label that's NFT only. Uh, so we've heard about some artists doing that or dibbling and dabbling uh, in and out of that. But this record label is going to sign artists and do this like solely, specifically. What do you think, Kari? I still don't understand all that shit. Like I, we talked about it before, like the whole NFT and metaverse thing. So I don't even know, bro. I don't. I don't know. That shit. So I don't even know what this means. Um, what do you mean you dropping music in the metaverse? We need Google. <clears throat> we need to get these Oculuses. Yeah. Obviously, They're like it's not all VR type shit. But um, like say like you know when we put the VR headset on and you're able to go into the fake world the same way people are able to go sit down at the Laker game inside of the metaverse and like they can watch it from courtside. Um, you're gonna be able to purchase your music. In there, it's a whole world that you can live on your like in a fake world. You purchase your music in there. I'm I'm just making an example. It doesn't always have to be headset VR shit. Um, you can just do it uh, online. But in this world, say you had your headset on, you can purchase his album there in the metaverse. Listen to it mm-hmm. there. But like you can't purchase it on your physical phone. You can't go get it in a store. Mm-hmm. If you go get it, you go get it in the metaverse. Okay. So is this some landmarking shit that we may look back on like damn <clears throat> Snoop was the first one to do that shit? Probably. And even if he doesn't have the talent, the artist, the marketing, the anything, he's the first to do it. Mm. 
And um, depending on where this metaverse shit goes, because it obviously, from from what we're seeing, we're going to find the, whether it's 10, 20, 30 years down the line, we're probably going to find where it was sinister somewhere. But this looks like, from what we're seeing, the new the new way or what what, what people are trying to deny, but it's probably going to end up being the new way. Oh, yeah, obviously. That's why I asked, like, is this going to be something that you look back on and like, damn, Snoop was the first one to actually put his music in the metaverse, whatever. More than yeah, likely. Because <clears throat> that shit is, it ain't, it ain't called, it's, it's kind of like how crypto is right now. You know, nigga, when crypto first hit the scene, everybody was like talking against it. Boom, boom. You had some people that understood, you had some people that didn't understand it, and then it just like. Now they off. up. Now they got them bands. Now, even if you don't like invest in crypto you know what crypto is and everybody's trying to get into it even if you don't know what it even is if you don't know you know what i'm saying compared to how like when it first started because it's some niggas bro that was holding crypto like 50 but i'm just not i'm saying just like regular niggas you know right. what i'm saying that just had this shit like five ten like 2015 bro and when that shit took off these last couple of years even before that but when it took off them niggas is rich yeah you could have bought a, a bitcoin for say like I'm just making Bitcoin a number of yeah, like thirty dollars back mm-hmm. in 2011 or 12, and not even known it. Today you'd have fifty something thousand dollars just that one Bitcoin. Yeah, shit crazy. It's just, it's it's that's the stocks. Whole, yeah. It's it's money and stocks together basically. Mm-hmm. It's and um, a lot of people don't know. Um, <clears throat> there's bank accounts with these. Uh, these apps, not necessarily the apps like so Robinhood or like Abra or Coinbase, there's certain banks that you can bank with and um, you'll earn your money, you'll earn more money at a percentage for having your money inside of that bank uh, and keeping it as crypto. You can always move it over to another bank and withdraw it into real money, but uh, yeah. It's an investment. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um. Just gonna be interesting to see. That's my last thing, like, because I still don't. Your story makes sense, but I still haven't done my own research to be like, okay, now I really like understand and see what this may can be. So I'm curious. I plan on understanding that shit more. So I'm curious to see like where this goes. I kind of like got the idea at first when I saw Mark Zuckerberg like show the fake avatars of people. Like, have you seen him do that? Like, I don't think so. No. Literally, like, we we just saw a prototype. Of, of me and you on some different shit like that's gonna exist once you put these headphones on like okay. you as an entirely different person you'll you're gonna be able to put headphones on walk around see a digitalized version of me and any other person that's inside of this world so yeah. when the lakers play you can sit down at the game with the headphones on and go like right now a lot of the stuff is free because it's beta ish because that they're getting you accustomed to it. So one day these Laker games in the metaverse is going to cost one day. These Mavs game in the metaverse is going to cost. Mm-hmm. Um, you can sit down at, at that. Have, if people, people are buying up metaverse real estate right now, you can create a coffee shop. You can create your own city. That's you can, you can, up. yeah, this is a, this is going to be a world that niggas need to hurry up. Like it's going to be a world. People are buying up real estate in a fake world right now because it's going to be very lucrative and it's going to be the world. So digitalized, this is going to give people the opportunity to be whoever they want to be. What the fuck? And that's all people want. That's limitless. 
You can be whoever the hell you want. Don't let them find out how to trigger or do something to, to trigger feelings or some shit like that or that you can you can enhance some sort of feeling through it. Yeah. It's over. <laughs> That's some Black Mirror ass shit. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to do some more research on that. You got me thinking this nigga said you could buy real estate in the metaverse. A light bulb just went off. Nigga. Yeah, like all of these, basically the bases and all of these, you can hang those up inside of your house in your metaverse. What the fuck? Yeah. It's art. All right, yeah. Whatever, bro. My mind racing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Um, <clears throat> versus. Back to the music, guys. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, versus. Who was it? We were with a uh, music soul music child. Soul child. Uh, music soul child. My bad. And then Anthony Hamilton. Okay, yeah, Anthony Hamilton, music soul child. Um, the reason why we had this on here <clears throat> was because when we heard about the uh, the versus, we talked about this one because we sounded like uh, it sounded like it was going to be a pretty good R and B versus, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't end up tuning into it. What we got into was that we saw Versus decided to move to their own personal platform and they were going to charge for the Versus. Um, They announced that early in the week before the Versus started um, or before the day of the Versus. So Mm -hmm. they gave people uh, a chance ahead of time to go ahead and get that purchased or to know where to go when you're going to purchase it. Black Twitter erupted. <clears throat> or black Instagram, the comment sections of all the posts, uh, they erupted. They had a real, real, real problem with that. Um, from 2020, throughout the, uh, the entire pandemic, it's been free, right? So um, now that they're having to charge, I'm sorry, now that uh, Versus is charging, there's an issue. So um, when the day came, I, I don't believe they ended up charging. I think they recanted that. So uh, they, they told people it wasn't going to be on Instagram. You weren't going to be able to find it for free on, uh, what is it, Triller? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you would have to purchase it. But they had it for free. When you got on Instagram, it was there. They had changed their mind. Uh, the verses was running smoothly for free. <laughs> so let's talk about it more in detail, like what we was mentioning in pre-production, because... I understand both sides of this. You right. Know? Um, and we, I think we agreed on that. And I didn't get that say. rolling loud info that I need to get. Okay. I'll let you look that up and I'll just dive into it. Okay. But so your thing you were saying, you know, as black people, here we are. This is, you know, two black men trying to create their own lane, essentially. And we're going to talk about Kanye on this topic, too. But you got, who is it, Tim and uh, Swiss? Yeah, Timberland and Swiss Beats. Timberland and Swiss Beats trying to create their own platform. You know, two black men. It really, I don't even think it was that much. Maybe it was like $2.99. So they just trying to build a business for themselves. You know what I'm saying? And then, sheesh, that's crazy. And then, you know, you trip out. But then you was like, we'll go buy all these white companies, shit, bro. We'll support this and that. And it's just like, here go two men trying to make a platform. And, you know, as soon as they change up the rules, niggas start tripping. Right. It's it's like uh, we die for companies to win or we want the black companies to win. Um, but basically, a lot of companies, 
uh even down like it, it comes down to like drug business type of stuff um they give you testers a free crack before you have to buy it <laughs> they want to make sure you like it so they fed you uh versus for free <clears throat> they enjoyed it i mean we enjoyed it we were able to open up outside of the pandemic to where they're able to turn this into a real lucrative business. And um, we're deciding to charge for it now because they're going to turn this into a real big thing. Um, and a lot of people don't want to buy it. I understand it has been mm-hmm. free for a long time and that's changed. Like things are changing. Right. Um, but how are we going to, how are we going to win if we always want it for free? Right. That's why I say I understand both sides. I understand both sides. Um, Bill, so now back on that side, we're just like, damn, this shit, been free this entire time the way you announced it was just kind of weird you know it was like a day or two before the show I right think. right so you like what the fuck they probably should have announced this somewhere in between a period where there were no verses where there's no shows yes bro i was thinking the exact same shit yeah so then maybe two months later when we announced the the dark uh i almost said dark child music soul child versus uh anthony, anthony hamilton. hamilton valentine's day special type shit some people might already have had their stuff paid for mm-hmm. maybe they're ready to uh pay for it we already knew the paid thing was coming yeah. um instead of getting maybe somebody whose favorite artist is music soul child or anthony hamilton ready and then two days before now it's uh 14.99 or exactly. something i don't know what it was I think it was like 2.99 but still what did you say <laughs> i think it was 2.99 i'm done with you niggas <laughs> it was three dollars we did this I, over three dollars i don't know i don't know that's just what I saw in the conversation. Family. They, but they make you like sign up for like a 14 day trial. So they probably hidden you. Maybe it's like a subscription, but you don't get verses all the time. I think that's what I saw. So look, what if that is the case? Okay. What if it's like a subscription? For like Triller TV. And we don't know when the hell the next verses you might don't, be. You don't watch verses like that. It's only occasionally. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say I don't know. But if that's, that make a good point. Because I'm not finna. I'm do my 14, 14 day trial. And I'm gonna take my shit off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. my subscription. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to make it sound good. And then I brought in the argument to where I'm like, okay. Versus makes money off of live events, so maybe they should just be content with that. Because uh, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, or maybe maybe we are uh. Maybe we are still being stingy because, <clears throat> you know, we pay for Rolling Loud stream and they charge for the the live event. So I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Why would we not, you know, charge for the live event mm-hmm. and the stream? Rolling Loud stream is free. But still, on the other hand, that I got to think about, this is an up and coming independent black business. There's no backing. This is this didn't come straight from um i don't know if this is this is loud stream or live nation or somebody like that like this didn't get big corporate backing this is two guys um so maybe there is a period that we do have to charge and maybe it doesn't always stay like at a fee but um the company's got to be able to build i don't know how we somehow some way how are we going to be able to continue to build if we don't increase the revenue somehow somehow some way so um I don't know how they do it as well. Just to tie it off, I don't know how they do it. But, yeah, we got to su- support it. You know what I mean? Yeah. However, it got to be fair on both sides, though. You know, like, they got to, we got to have a meeting point. 
You know, they can't, like we said, you can't do the bullshit that you just did this time around. You got to let people know. This versus, and I'm not sure if the last versus was still under it or if it was on Triller. This versus need to end their, their deal with Triller and just live stream on their own. Maybe. Because I think there's a better chance for like subscription based things um, if it's just like if it's just versus. Maybe you're not paying for other things. And I'm not sure if we're paying for like Triller or if we're paying for versus. So yeah, me neither. I need to get more insight on that. I think it's Triller. That's gonna be different because I don't yeah. want to. I don't want everything on Triller. And if exactly. you're trying to make me pay for that, yeah, then I'm not. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, then I'm not. Both sides make sense, yeah. Um, sure. we're on the same plane. <clears throat> Let's talk about it. Kanye West. Why? God damn it! Every week. Every week. This it's is okay, it's okay though. This is like Drake. Why have we not talked about Drake this much? Cause Drake ain't been doing shit. Drake has been mysteriously quiet. Drake, when's the last time Drake's been this quiet? He ain't been too quiet on on the ground, but nah, I, I know musically, musically, I know, I know, I know. We um, haven't heard anything since Certified Lover Boy. Mm-hmm. He on the ground with it though. And Drake's not even one of those artists that we've mentioned in. Might drop this year. What are we? Is Drake dropping this year? No, he just dropped. He drops every year. No, not this time. Drake drops every year, Corey. Not this time, bro. Not this time. What makes you say not this time? Does Drake really step back and, and father this year? And I'm not saying he hasn't been because he has been. Don't take that as he mm-hmm. hasn't been. Is this just the I'm taking the step back and I'm just gonna father right now? Right. Yeah. Um, but I gotta see how how Kanye finishes, or if Kanye finishes, Kanye may run this whole year. That's why I'm saying like Drake should just chill. Like honestly, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to be here right now. I don't want to hear Drake. <laughs> I'm just no, yeah, we really are content right now without Drake. Yeah, like, this is <laughs> yes. Thank you. This is the first time in so long in the rap game. That nobody's calling for Drake. Mm-hmm. He ain't making no music. And we don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what the game feels like without Drake? Maybe so, bro. <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> it's early, though, bro. It's only been Fuck that. Shut months. up. Shut up. <laughs> I thought I'd never see this day, guys. It's only um, been two months, bro. We haven't heard from the nigga since September. Okay, but your album dropped. So, like, that's normal. For- Look at Kanye. <laughs> His album dropped in September too. Kanye on the whole. Drake wasn't even at the All Star game. Fuck. Well, wait, wait, wait. It's today. Tomorrow. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> wait, it was. <laughs> he was at the All Star game. I thought I saw him. <laughs> um, could have swore I saw stupid, that, that that guy. Stupid. But no, nah, Ad- Ad- Adonis about, was there too. Yeah, talk about Kanye shit though. His deal. All right, so um, we've been patiently waiting on Donda 2. It's gotten to the point where we're like, okay, it's really coming out. He's selling tickets. Uh, the live Apple event's going to be uh, next week. Kanye announces during the week, I will not be putting my album on any DSPs, not Spotify, not Apple, not this, not that, none of them. It's only going to be available via my stem player, which is his... Uh, his device where you control the stems to his album and you can change up his songs, beats, uh, melodies, flows, whatever. 
um, you have to pay, I think it's $230, $250, something like that to purchase a stem player. I actually thought about purchasing it way back when he did. Uh, he first announced Yeah, when he first dropped it, maybe like a year and a half or two years ago. Because outside of getting it for just one album, and you can upload different music, not just Kanye's to it. And you can do different things with any other album. As a music head, it's, it's something that's really cool to have. Like if somebody were to purchase that and you open that on Christmas Day and you just get the stem player. For a music player, like a music listener, like for one of us, that'd be a really cool gift to have like on Christmas type shit. Yep. But I'm not paying $200 for an album. But here we go again. Uh, or before we before we go into the here we go again, Kanye, uh, I almost called you Kanye. What the hell? <laughs> well, Kari, <laughs> your, uh, your thoughts. Um, on Kanye's deal. On the deal. And then the... Uh, the album being on stem player we'll get into thoughts of past that in a second okay um i agree with you as far as like the concept of it like it's a cool concept um as far as being like somebody who enjoys music but i'm not gonna pay two three hundred dollars for just one album either Mm. for this um but kanye is a businessman i understand the business side of it and we're gonna get to the numbers in a minute but you know he made a whole lot of money off this shit Mm -hmm. so I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, I don't know. He's already made more than he made. Well, he's already made. Um, in a day, he made what he he did the entire events, yeah. like those three Donda events when he made, like he grossed like $3 million over it before the album dropped. Yeah, He's already there, basically. Yeah, so that's a win for him. But as a music fan, so you're telling me we don't get to hear the album? You do? If you have the stem player. So just for everybody who don't have the stem player, you don't get to hear the album. Until you get the stem player. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that, like, go get the stem player. I'm yeah. saying it from the mind of Kanye. Like, yeah. supply and demand, you want to hear the album, right? Go get the stem player. Um, It's crazy what, what he could do, bro. He's been having power. Yeah, and he's already from uh, – we, we were – kind of like jumping around it. He's already made what in the first 24 hours? What was it? He made $2 million, something like that. 2.2. He made $2.2 million. He, he released his actual sales. I don't think Kanye has to lie about the sales he does. Um, $2.2 million on it. So look, this is another question I wanted to bring up on the podcast. I want to ask you, maybe I'm not looking at it the right way. Wait, wait, you do this every week. <laughs> Yo, ice cream, man. Now I'm going to duff his ass next time he come by. <laughs> now go on. So. I almost forgot what I said last time. Right. Go on. So Kanye is winning on the front end $2.2 million mm-hmm. in a day. Mm-hmm. Are you winning on a long run? Because think about if you have your shit on the streaming services. Niggas can stream your music forever. You know, listen to it all the time. So, yeah, you winning up front. Your little deal here, two million dollars. You already made that the Apple deal that got canceled. By the way, Apple not streaming the shit no more. Yeah, Apple decided this. when he said he wasn't doing. They decided that we're no longer doing the live event. <laughs> so my thing is, okay, you already eating that two mil boom one day, but on the long run, like, and I know streaming. He cleared. Numbers, he cleared another two mil when Live Nation decided to pick up the live event. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. But what I'm saying is, on the long run, do you still win? I know you don't make a lot 
from streaming, like, maybe at the beginning, like, up front. But I'm saying, like, as time goes on, like, bro, streaming not going anywhere. We're going to be streaming music forever. Kanye wins. Uh, and the reason why he I He wins say, right now, but do, did he win in the long run? Yes. The reason why I say Kanye wins is not because of what the music and the numbers do. I think Kanye's out to prove a fuck you to the labels and to the 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 um <clears throat> the distributions like Apple, Spotify, and trying to prove that I can gain like all the money that you were about to give me to sponsor my album for me to put up for the album. Not only am I gonna do the sales, I can go get the deal somewhere else. Live Nation gave him the same deal that he got with Apple to do a live event. But I can put up the same numbers that you were able to give me before. I don't need you, is what I think he's trying to show. Now, in in album sales, of course, it being up there is going to do better for his album sales. But um, I think Kanye, Kanye wins for himself because I think he's on a mission to try to prove something that, of course, is some Kanye shit that we don't really... Like the same thing, like he tried to do with the fashion. Like you gotta prove it. I think he's proving some shit. Whatever it is, I would rather see it on the DSPs too. Yeah, um, that's all I'm saying. Like fuck. But what I was gonna get into was the same thing that I was saying um, <clears throat> about who who are we just getting into before? That's my apologies. Uh, about verses and. Tim and Swiss. We talked about how the music business and the labels, they make so much money and the artists really only eat 12%. Um, and you can only you can only imagine what the Spotify's and the uh, Apple's and those, because we see those percentages come off, like how much change off of a dollar these artists get. Yeah, it's minimal. You don't, you don't see this as Kanye taking his power back from the Apple's and Spotify? Yeah, I I think I think that's that's what Kanye is is trying to do. Right, but not all of your fans are gonna support that. That's my thing. But I think in like what I'm what I'm what he's showing is with the pennies that you give me, the amount of supporters that that show up from my stem player is gonna equal to the same amount of pennies you give me from everybody. Like if I said like. If I were to get 30,000 people to buy that and it ended up being X amount of million dollars, that might turn into the same thing that your point zero zero nine cents off of 100 million streams would be. Yeah, I understand. That's the point I think Kanye's trying to prove. And Kanye, Kanye doesn't give a shit about any of these people anyway. So I don't think it means it, or really letting us hear his album. Kanye, I'm sure, has, <laughs> has no problem never dropping this album so like i'm not going to drop he's very maybe (laughs) which is why like i'm sure he's very content dropping it on the stem player because he would be very content never dropping it right he has so many albums he's never dropped for us and he does not care all right we'll see um the documentary came out though yes it surely did my goodness um the first act of Genius came out the net, uh, the Netflix documentary over Kanye West. This covered the years nineteen ninety eight through two thousand and three, and like, gosh, this this was a 
This was like it's like it's, remarkable to see. This was cinematic, bro. Like for real. Um, just starting from the very beginning in that that scene <clears throat> when he's outside with Mace uh, at JD's party, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna move into every single specific scene, but um, I'm just trying to get a, a grip from there. Kanye was super duper duper Chicago. Like he was Chicago as hell. Um. You can hear the Chicago in his voice. Yeah. A lot of people think that it was just Kanye's mother passing away that's turned Kanye into a different person or changed his personality. And in this, and from the very beginning, you can just tell it's just a lot of this from not being in Chicago anymore. Like he <laughs> he was a, he just moved, and once you become a a resident of a certain city for a certain amount of decades. Maybe you talk that way now, or maybe you live that way now. But like Kanye seems super down, uh, even at his cockiness, down home and gen- like genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't the number one guy. He wasn't the number two guy. He wasn't the number three guy, except for in beat making. Yeah. So you got to see Kanye just be one of the guys. It was it was really weird to see. Yeah, very interesting to see. You said it perfect. Where it's just like you got to see Kanye just as a normal person, just as Kanye. Like he's just Kanye West at this point. He's not Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Just right. A regular dude. So, but it was just so good to see the um, the work he put in, bro, to just get where he was at. You know what I'm saying? I know Kanye's story already. We Me too. Kanye yeah. fans. You know, and but some of these clips I've seen too. Right. But y'all got to understand this time period. We know it but we was like six seven yeah you know what i'm saying so we not really understanding it like this is a whole error so to see that was crazy bro and then just to see like how the influence that donna had on kanye it's crazy i always knew it but like to see it you know to see it it's it's to the point where now i can see like like i said moving away from chicago and his mother are literally like the two specific things that that are the difference of why Kanye was that way then mm-hmm. and why Kanye is the way he is now. Literally, bro, like, she just, she grounded him. You know, that's what I said. Like, yeah. she just kept him. You can tell where he got his confidence from. She instilled that in him. But just, like, the way she talked, you could tell their relationship was like this. Yep. So when he loses her, bro. I argued this with my mom uh-huh. uh, yesterday that literally at one point you could say it would be great for him and at the other, on the other end, you can say this is just pure evolution because um, had Kanye's mother still been here, he would be very much more, very more, <clears throat> a lot more grounded. Sorry, I was trying to get my grammar together. He'd be a lot more grounded, yeah. um, possibly a lot more down to earth. But at the same time, I think Kanye, uh, Kanye's limitless, limitless, Limitlessness, <laughs> shit. I'm trying to say words that don't even exist. His <laughs> limitlessness came after his mother passed. I don't think you see Kanye reach the heights he's ever reached had his mother not passed. Yeah, yeah. He he's done a lot of things that he probably would have never done uh-huh. if his mother was still around. And some of the wild things he did in the media um, propelled his popularity helped him, helped him, to where sure. he is now. He wouldn't have a lot of the opportunities. Not saying it was a good thing. Right. I'm just saying that's evolution. Yeah, it's just you. You get to see sto- uh, Kanye's story, so that's why we breaking up. Like, yeah, you, you can have these what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. What if he never signed a Rockefeller? 
You Man, know what, what if, yeah, uh, what was Rockus, it? Rockus Records, so, uh, where most Def and Quali were at. Right, like, what if Kanye never signed a Rockefeller? What if he got the capital deal? You know what I'm saying? So, it just, you can play that game, but it was just crazy to even see that. So, um, yeah, I want to get into something, too. Yeah, it, but it tells a story about how he was working to get um, a record deal because niggas weren't giving him respect. they like, bro, you're just a producer. So, we, we get to see right up until the point of the episode end with him signing. The, the car the crash. deal, finally, and then the car crash. So, I just can't wait to get to episode two, bro. I'm just like, damn. What's really, what really blew my mind, because even as a child, as a child at eight, nine years old in 2004 when it's dropped, mm. or, yeah, seven, eight, nine, no three. when you hear Jesus walks, when you hear all falls down, when you hear family business, even back then. Bro, he rapped family business. To, to face, man, bro, man, that's, that's my like, favorite when you think about the conscious old Kanye sound, that's my favorite Kanye song from that. It's definitely my favorite song off of Dropout. Nobody even knew, bro. Yeah. Like, they knew, but they didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yeah, it's, it sound cool. That's crazy. Where was I going? Shit. Bro, so, I'm a, my bad. I don't mean to cut you off, but even when he rapped uh, Jesus Walks to Rockefeller. That's, that's what I was going with. Okay. Go ahead. Um, from from the time I was a, a kid, like when I heard these songs, mm-hmm. they hit me something crazy. Right, as a kid. So imagine and if we was of age. When he walked into Rockefeller Records, and I think this was this was somewhere between ninety eight and two thousand, that uh because apparently a lot of these songs were done six years before his album dropped. Yeah, you can hear it, but you can also hear how he changed it and made him sound better. Yeah, like too. the singer on All Falls Down, it wasn't the same singer, yeah. the beat wasn't the same. Um mm-hmm. he walked in Rockefeller Records. And played All Falls Down for several people in the marketing department of Rockefeller. And it was just regular as hell. Like That's a song I mean. I said Jesus Walks. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's one of those songs that, and my sister was like, uh, yeah, but in Rockefeller Records, of course, there's a lot of things going on in that building. But I'm thinking, that's one of those songs that if you even hear it today and nobody dropped it, if you're in a marketing business for a, a, a record label, some shit stops when you do, when you hear a song like yeah. that. S- stop. Go get him. Go get this. That. Yeah, yeah. No, play that. No, t- play this again for him. Play yeah. it again. But also, also, you're right though, because of what the song. But we we living on like what the song did and what it ended up being mm-hmm. at that time. That wasn't the sound. Yeah, you at know all. what I mean. So I know why they didn't. That's Baby King to, to them. I know why they were just like, all right, whatever, bro. Just you're a producer. You know what I'm saying. And then, like we just said, the song wasn't even finished. You know, the the final shit that we got is amazing, but you could still hear it though. It's just like and this shit could be something. You know what I mean? You're right though. They were looking for Jay Z and DMX right. and Fifty Cent right. and, and stuff like. They weren't looking for he a whole all falls sound, down. Bro. They weren't looking for uh, well, shit. Jesus walks. They yeah, weren't looking for that. Remember, uh, Cootie was like, "I never heard a rap song like this." Yeah, that was his words. Face was supposed to be on Jesus walks. That's crazy if you think about that. I'm actually glad he's not because I feel like it wouldn't have been as monumental of a, of a standalone song for Kanye. But thinking about Scarface on Jesus Walks, yeah, that's crazy. Just thinking about Kanye, period, bro. Yeah, Kanye um, <laughs> is really crazy to see the guy he was then. It's, it's When people grow up, you can kind of see who they used to be before. If you were to never know who Kanye was before and just know him now, you have no idea that was the guy he was back then. Completely different person. Like, polar opposites. Um, 
Was there somewhere else we were going with Kanye after that? Um, maybe just something else on the documentary that episode two. Came, I can't wait on. Yeah, come out uh, Tuesday. So this is just interesting, bro. Like we could just wrap it up, but this shit is like must see TV. You have to see this. You have to watch it. Yeah, like watch it, bro. like Kanye or not. Yeah, like some, some something you gotta watch. All right, I'm coming at it as a huge fan, of course, because this era that we about to see the college dropout. The late registration, like all this shit that we about to see, is crazy. Like, cause I was of age when, um, let's wait, when Jesus. That's when we was like old enough to like really understand the business, the music side. We were able to old enough, like, uh, when we were old enough to be able to understand the business, the of business it, yes. of it. And like you said, like Dropout came out with oh four, oh four. We're seven. I remember hearing it for the first time, but like I remember a lot of the tracks from it. Me too, but like. You know, now nah, I remember all the tracks from it now, right? But. but you know, when you get like, you know, how Take Care hit us because we was at a certain we age, were at, we were of age. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, so to see this these early years, it's like punching me, bro. Because I'm like, I yeah. remember this time, but now I'm seeing like how it really was. My favorite, and this is when I really started. Like, I Kanye didn't become my favorite rapper until high school, mm-hmm. but um. No matter what, my favorite Kanye era was always that 808s era. That was like when Kanye's like creativity to me or or to a child, maybe he kind of like stuck out the most to me in that era. Mm -hmm. So like when he gets around to that point in time is when I'm going to fucking love this documentary. Like when we get the 808s Kanye, when we get the VMAs Kanye, I wonder if Cootie has this shit. Yeah, he got to. Sheesh. You follow him his whole life. Yeah, and it's crazy to see that, like, a lot of people, I mean, and I don't know Kanye. We don't know Kanye and his behavior mm. would just describe him as erratic. So you wouldn't see, Kanye doesn't strike you as the type of person that has the same friends he's had since he was that young. Yeah. And to know that he does is actually kind of, kind of different. Yeah, I was going to say. You're seeing a whole different side of Kanye we ain't never seen before. Man. But Kanye seems like the type of person that, like, might have popped on somebody and like we're not friends anymore. Of like, course, he's been with Cootie this whole time, and not even that. Just like even from his political views, you know the whole Trump and the president shit. Like he he rubbed a lot of feathers. You know what I'm saying? So I know what you mean. Cootie stayed down, obvious as down as hell. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. We're gonna see if Cootie was around in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so one last thing I just want to say about Cootie, bro. Imagine doing that. Imagine knowing. Yeah, I have crazy. something here. You know what I'm saying? Bro, he shut down his whole life. I said this too. And even when even he didn't know it when he shut down his whole life, but we haven't we probably haven't even gotten to that point yet, but think about what year, maybe it was 07, 08, 09 where it clicked the cootie that I'm not just filming like a famous rapper. I'm filming one of the generation defining artists, right? Like, like, oh, like Michael Jackson, like, yeah, like, oh, I'm not filming a rapper. I'm filming an icon. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to see when we get to that point. Yeah, like, I want to know in Cootie's head, like, when it clicked for me that this isn't just one of these famous rap stars. No, this guy's one of them. It's probably gonna be graduation. Yeah, after that. Yeah, or like when you get to fantasy. So, oh, this guy's a king. Yeah, at that point, like, <laughs> he was already there. But I think, yeah. like, when you really maybe start seeing it, because after graduation. Yeah. After graduation. Yeah. Yeah. 
because he's get, he gave you the whole the little three the trilogy, mm-hmm. and then when he went out to eight hundred eight, it was just like, oh, this nigga. Oh, he's defining. Oh, this nigga is. He's stamping himself <laughs> in this game. <laughs> like, yeah. Who is this nigga? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he's a he's a monster. Like, bro. Um, so. rewind back to the drink champs interview. Okay, what about it? <clears throat> we just watched him on the Netflix documentary in the car, praising Talib Kweli. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a good one. We just watched him shit on Talib Kweli. Mm. Why? I don't know. We just something there. We just watched him on the Netflix documentary, praise just Blaze. Mm-hmm. Shitted on him with Nori. Why? Something probably happened when they disagreed with them. That's another thing. Cootie probably ain't never disagreed with Kanye ever. <laughs> that's why he's What you think, Kanye? Yup. What you think, Yup. Yup. Fuck that nigga. Yeah, yeah, that should sound good, nigga. Um, and yeah, to, you should tweet that. And to see how whole, like, Kanye was a real nice dude. The shit that happened with Doug Infinity. Um, mm-hmm. Kanye was a nice, Kanye was really a, a stand up guy. Like, mm-hmm. not to say he's not, because I don't know Kanye. Right. That was that's a that was a a, a genuine dude. Mm-hmm. He was humble, bro. He still maybe not as humble. I think he still be humble sometimes. But he was mm. humble. He was his humblest. If you hate Kanye, watch part one. Yeah, it's not gonna make you not hate Kanye, right. but you're just gonna see you're that. Gonna see that, like, yeah, he's this he, was not him. Evolved. Yeah, so something different. Like it is what it is. Is that involved? Like evolve or transforming? Maybe transforming. Transforming make it sound negative. Was it a positive transformation? I mean, it Who's evolution? Say? Who's to say? Yeah, I was to say, this is subjective. Right. <laughs> Sheesh. Yep. Um, yeah, man. It's it's up to the eye's interpretation. Watch Genius, man. Part two is about to come out. Get caught up. Um, we don't have too much left on the list. Lil Baby, Meek Mill, Jay-Z. They made a purchase of Mitchell and Ness. You should know them from the, uh, the sports apparel, uh, hats, jerseys. I really know them from hats, but they do jerseys too, I guess now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are they they got right to business. They didn't even let us know. They let us know about the purchase before. I mean, after the business already started to come out. So right. earlier in the week, was it J Cole that started promoting his uh, his dream as apparel? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's new basketball jerseys. If, if we start getting into football jerseys, this game is over. I hope y'all know that. Um, but Jay Z has already gone out and dropped. Dreamers uh, jerseys, they look nice. They uh, those are some nice jerseys. Um, are they just Dreamers color like different colors? Or are they based off of every team? So they based off every team. So um, the off season tour. Mm-hmm. These are the jerseys J Cole wore on tour to every city. Oh, okay. So he had one. He had a blue one type shit on in Dallas. Ooh, this I gotta the, cop that maps. It's the exact same jersey. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cop that Mavs it's jersey. The exact same jersey. So that's that's what's live about it. So I bought you a QP, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that ticket three seventy five. Yeah, it's fine. But no, so that's live to see um, that he wore him on tour. Every city he hit, bro, he had on. You know, so think about a Boston jersey. He had a throwback Dallas jersey. Had the throwback. Um, Chicago, like the old font, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he's just taking it back. But the last thing I want to say about it is they bring it back an era. This is what we was talking about. Yeah, they trying the to revive messages. an era. Yeah, they bring it back a whole era. So Cole was posting, you know, 
the day of his jersey drop, he was posting all the pictures on Instagram of all these rappers and, you know, figures that had on these throwback jerseys. So it just brought you back to that time where niggas wearing these big-ass, baggy-ass jerseys. Do you see that coming back? Hell that, yeah. Hell like, yeah. Like, all the way, like, hell, full throttle. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, We're already back into a time period yeah, we are where, there. where I won't even – I don't even – I don't even wear skinny jeans anymore. I won't wear them. Yeah. I like um unless they're regular cut. Like I don't even wear slims. I wear regular or I like my when I go in to find pants places or I purchase them online, I want to find my jeans as baggy as possible now. Like I'm not going to have them sag down to my like my pants like it's 03 and we dip set. <laughs> but um of course we're going to have them tight around the waist, but like these pants, these jeans is going to be baggy. Um so it's not hard to believe that we're not going to do baggy T-shirts under anymore, but we can throw on a tight, like, long john sleeve shirt under. We can rock the hell out this jersey. We can mm-hmm. throw the, the long john sleeve uh, under, do the football jerseys. Fitteds are already way – we back in the game with fitteds. Yeah, the hoodie up underneath that hoe. So we're going to do a mix of, like, like um, <clears throat> the baggy era shit just didn't look like it fit, but that was the style. We're going to be baggy fitted now. But, yeah, this style is back. Niggas are already back wearing Averex jackets and Pelly Pellies and shit. Um, there's there's something. They trying to take us back to that that uh, that early 2000s, that New Yorkish jersey feel, that fabulous style. Mm-hmm. Do you think we get back there? I think niggas sport these hoes, but I don't think it's a whole error. No. Um, I think that. With Meek Mill, Lil Baby, and Jay-Z hiring people to not only produce the best hats in the game with fitteds going crazy and um, jerseys going crazy. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Like a sports apparel company, mm-hmm. like we're not thinking about like thinking about how big it is now, but that's like it's like black people owning a Nike or Adidas or something like they own yeah, Mitchell yeah. and Ness. Yeah, yeah, that shit big time. We, big time. we don't know where the hell this could go. This could this could go a sneaker route. Yeah, this shit big time, bro. Real talk. They gonna start producing J Cole's Dreamers. Some. Oh no, that's Puma deal, right? Yeah. We don't get out of that. Nah. And it's a solid deal. You don't think J Cole does anything else? What you mean? Like he's already got merch here. Oh, Mitchell and no, Ness. I was just saying, like the Puma deal is solid, so he's not gonna not be with Puma. No, yeah. Yeah, but he still have other shit. I wanted to show you the, the, the throwbacks, though. Oh, yes. I'm okay, sitting over looking, looking at him, too. Bro, so look at that Warriors, bitch. He got the We Believe Warriors. This The old Laker jersey. The old Hawks jersey. Is the Phoenix jersey. The Charlotte jersey. The Charlotte goes jersey. insane. You know what I'm saying? This, yeah, I'm getting ours. I'm eating, that that's Dallas. The, that's the J-Kid. Yeah, that Dallas one is going crazy. That's um, the J-Kid. Look at the old Nets. Vince Carter. Yeah, I'm going to stop playing. Shit, nah, that's J-Kid too. All right. That's NBA that's, Live That's 03. the J-Kid. I, <laughs> NBA Live 03 was my favorite NBA Live. Stop playing games. Um, We're going to talk. But yeah, I think they can really choke old fashion with some yeah, shit like this. Yeah, that's a huge deal. This is, we didn't, yeah, I'm, don't, mad, I'm mad we didn't like lead with that. Yeah. Like, this, a, this is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Re- like, we're not thinking about this like on a large scale. This could be this big deal, bro. huge. <laughs> like this could be Nike Adidas mm-hmm. for the black community. Real talk. Past the black community. Um, 
That's big. Mm-hmm. That's really big. Yeah. And it was valued at like what, like two hundred fifty mil. That was the I think what the deal was, something like that. Sheesh. Um, and that sounds like a that sounds like chump change between the three of them to take over a fashion brand. Right. I like that. Um. Great. I don't think we have anything else. Nah, man, that was really it. Yeah, man, it was uh, episode one twenty. If you want to get into your uh, your song of the week, yeah, give mine a second. Can you uh, uh, fix that? Uh, song of the week No yeast Currency Bodie James I'm gonna try to skip the currency part though Of course Let me see if I can get to that huh? Ooh, there we go How she in love Still sleeping with me 205s, 2050s, 1000s I was keeping it G Now who you know more streeter than me But no yeast So street A nigga everything he seen uh, That Gucci North face Intersecting like a figure Eight homies in competition Bro, I ain't know that this was a race I thought that we was in it for the cake That's that gold trimming on these plates These ain't microwave safe Baby, conventional oven still cook up the old way pen and pad my logo and the buck holders on my weed bag packaging affect the prices plus they calling anything's outside that bullshit hyping i'm an og bro i smoke that chronic i pull up something iconic bone finding sipping wine in that valley when i found the hell bent on driving in heaven sent me to buy it i keep money piling up and feeding all of my desires she drowning in the fountain of flyness i am the real he tried to hide that bitch and him, it came out gender reveal great white versus seal tim hardaway l.a like this boy i got them skills that crossover to kill called out my lane and chill i make it to spin it like i was billing rims i'm from new orleans where we all love soldier slim my nigga Bodie just flew in from the detroit lines then sharp as ninja stars in these flying cars me and him pieces on the wall cost a leg arm lose a limb if you ain't bought no rollers for your dogs you ain't a boss at all, we on the jet, fitting to take off. We watching Charles and Charles collaboration like that babe with cars. I'm rolling up them rolls. Yes, sir. That's that man spitter, bro. No yeast. Yikes. I'm about to throw it back. Sorry for the sound, guys. Let me get my shit in real quick. I'm about to throw it back for y'all. My song of the week. Uh, it's coming off kids, Maggie Miller. Good evening. Make my mama proud. 
where I live, cause I can tell you where my heart is. I just stay on my side, fuck where everybody at. Tell the planet peace, cause I'm gone, I ain't coming back at the whole regular life. I can tell you that I'm done with that. Try and build a mill off a couple stacks on my own business. Investing all I got into these fucking raps. Willie Parker money handed off, then it's running back. <laughs> hey yo, you fuck with that? Uh, you gotta fuck with that. <laughs> you in love with that. Look, uh, Mac Miller. Taking sips from the fountain of youth. If you ain't heard about the kid, then you out of the loop. As I'm sitting back, staring at this world in my eyes, see out the window in my room that I'm hidden inside. I'm just a kid who stays speaking and starts talking his mind. Life a roller coaster, but I stay along for the ride. Put my heart up on the page and the song in the crowd. It's large behind the way you stand caught in the live boy. Ain't it shocking? I'm a topic of discussion. Motherfuckers want my spot, so they probably wish I wasn't. They give a little love like everyone does. In reality, they stone off that competitive drug. And I don't blame them, cause those who above me, I'm gunning for. Try and make my way to the top, starting from the floor. And I don't even need to bring a single gun to war. Cause I be on some shit that they ain't never done before. Taking over piece by piece, starting from the core. It's only been a year, I can stick around a hundred more. <laughs> Said I can stick around a hundred more. I ain't going nowhere. Young is so much time to go. Yeah, man. Out. He went in for the third verse, but we ain't gonna do that right now. Right, right, right. Man, that was uh, episode 120 of the Rising Ground podcast, man. Yes, sir. It's your boy Roderick. Young Kari, we out, man. All right, man, we out.